Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the One Million by One Million podcast. One M by One M, as you know, is the first and only global virtual accelerator in the world, and our mission is to help a million entrepreneurs reach a million dollars and beyond in annual revenue. Today, I'm here with Frank Malik from Impacteo. Frank, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Thank you, Samara. It's a pleasure to be here. Frank, let's start by introducing our audience to you and to Impactio. Tell us about your background and what is the investment thesis of Impactio. Well, great. Um, hello, everyone. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I was uh, raised and grew up, uh, grew up in Silicon Valley, so um, I was a geek um, and um, the turned uh, um, executive. Um, worked at some of the um, large companies. I was a early employee at Cisco Systems, and uh, uh, became an entrepreneur and investor um, over the years. And uh, uh, currently, um, I have a small fund uh, with a partner, um, my partner, Damien, um, and it's called Impactio. Uh, we are an impact-oriented, technology-based, early-stage um, uh, investors, and our mission is to uh, back uh, entrepreneurs or social entrepreneurs in both Europe and North America who want to transform society by using technology to solve some of the world's toughest problems that you know we're all seeing today um, around education, health, and environment. So tell us a bit about fund size, what check size, focus of the fund in terms yeah. of when you talk about impact investment, what kinds of stuff are you looking for? Right, right. I'll be more than happy to. So, Really, impact investment for um, for the folks uh, on the call. What it means is that we require, um, you know, a financial return, but only from companies which can generate measurable, beneficial, social, and environmental impact. And so, you know, usually um, we, you know, we don't like to lead. Um, we, you know, although we do lead at times, but usually we like to follow, um, you know, uh, institutional investors, and we write checks um, anywhere. Uh, between 50 and 500k, um, and you know we like to you know follow, um, especially in, in round A. Um, so um, and some of the deal deals that you know we are investing in today and that I'm looking for, just to give you some examples, uh, you know um, would be anything around you know healthcare. Um, you know, um, for example, you know if, um, if we can have uh, you know if you can raise meat without the animals, uh, we're, we're interested in that. Um, we're interested in uh, education uh, for children with autism, um, you know, using blockchain banking for the bankless. Um, you know, um, for example, um, we're looking at a technology right now that finds leaks um, underground. Um, you know, water is uh, it's going to become a very scarce resource for us. And so, you know, we're looking at um, next generation disease diagnostics, um, you know, um, uh, matching fashion designers with ethical factories globally. So we're we're we're, we're looking for uh, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. That's then, and one of the areas that um, you know we're um, really interested in today is around climate change. Um, as you know, the severity um, of uh, you know the frequency of uh, climate catastrophe and 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 also the the intensity of them have, have increased, and uh, um, there's there's a lot of um, uh, a large part of our society that are that get impacted by that, and there's there's a gap there. 
So those are the kind of things um, we we're, we're looking at uh, today and we're interested in. Okay. So one obvious question based on what you just said is uh, since you follow, um, there must be a group of investors that you work with who have a similar investment thesis to yours and who are interested in leading. Who are those funds that you tend to collaborate with around a similar investment thesis? Yeah, no, this is great. Um, we, we actually, um, you know, uh, worked, we have relationships um, at three levels. We, we have industrial relationships um, today, um, you know, and I won't give you an exhaustive list, but, you know, the, the Googles, the Amazons, the Facebook, Cisco's, Airbnbs of the world. Um, we have uh, venture capital relationships. Uh, my partner and I, uh, uh, you know, have both uh, been entrepreneurs, have raised money, have had exits, been investors, and so uh, we have relationships with uh, you know tier, you know top tier uh, venture capitalists and investors, both in Europe and and in the U.S. Um, you know, I have co-invested uh, with you know Sequoia, with DFJ, um, with DCM, uh, Mayfield, Partech, uh, just to give you a, a, a sense. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think it's really important to um, you know as a seed investor. Um, early or early stage investor to also have a, a relationship with the incubators and accelerators um, and business angels, um, which we do again across Europe, Asia, and the U.S. So, uh, so let's say we send you a company. You will figure out from your network who is a likely company that you likely investor that you want to do the deal with and have them price the deal and lead the deal. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yes, we, we prefer that. That's right. Okay, fair enough. Now, uh, you said you invest all over Europe and North America. Is that an accurate observation? That's true. That's true, yes. Okay. We just made um, a, just give an example. Um, you know, uh, recently um, made two investments uh, in Europe, uh, one in uh, South America, in Brazil, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, we know we'll, we'll announce uh, in the coming weeks. And um, uh, looking at um, and doing one here in the Bay Area, uh, where we're doing our due diligence. Um, and um, you know, I, I think uh, at some point you'll probably ask me about you know why are we investing outside of the Valley um, and have presence. Um, and um, I, I think uh, you know um, a big part of that. Um, you know, if you talk to other angel investors, um, you'll see that. Um, you know, there's probably more dollars going to fewer deals. So the bar is is really much higher now for seed companies than ever before. And, um, you know, the seed deals look like A's um, and the B's and, you know, look like C's and so on. So, um, you know, um, it, it's been really, I think the valuations that we're seeing are, are really too frothy, um, I think, here in, in what we're seeing. Um, in, 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 in the Valley and, and in the U.S. In the mainstream deals, yes, absolutely yeah. right, in the mainstream okay. deals. There's still lots of stuff going on outside of the mainstream unicorn-chasing uh, business. There's, you know, for example, if you're willing to do smaller uh, investments with early exit uh, strategies, then that, there's a whole pool of, companies out there that are okay that the, the unicorn chasers are not going to touch, but that's, that's a market where we are seeing some investors position themselves. Is that something that you do? Well, you know, um, uh, yeah, look, um, I think what you're talking about is, um, 
you know, are, are, do we look at sort of, uh, you know, smaller deals? Um, you know, we're interested in smaller deals, um, but we're not interested in what I call lifestyle um, businesses. Um, we, we are, we're investing uh, to get exits. Um, we're we're going to invest in, you know, um, really top, you know, for us. Smaller deals doesn't mean lifestyle, right? Smaller deals means that's low TAM necessarily. Um, if you don't have a billion-dollar TAM, the unicorn chasers are not going to charge touch you, but the corporates ex- acquire companies all the time that don't require a billion-dollar TAM. No, absolutely. No, no, no. We, we are not looking for um, home runs, um, although I, we've, had a, we've had both a unicorn and an IPO um, recently. We're really happy about that. Uh, but no, we're not, we're not looking for those. Um, we're, we're quite happy with, um, if I may use the baseball terminology, we're happy with a lot of singles, doubles, and triples. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, absolutely. I, I think you know it's quite unrealistic um, to you know base um, your fund on on those unicorns. Um, obviously, you know um, we, we don't have a big fund, so you know we, we you know from an economic perspective, um, you know we, we don't have to uh, bring unicorns to to um, you know make sense uh, for for the size of the fund. So um, how big is your fund, by the way? Um, it's uh, it's less than fifty million. Um, but uh, you know, again, uh, uh, we we are, um, you know, we we are we invest um, again uh, uh, quite carefully, um, and um, really try to um, uh, work with um, you know teams that we've invested in before. We know, um, and you know, and also new investors. We're looking for um, again, you know, in Europe. Um, one thing that we found out is there's quite a bit of talent here. Um, and there's a lot of great ideas. Now, the mindset may be a little bit different um, than some of the entrepreneurs that uh, we find here in the Valley, uh, but there's just a, a great amount of opportunity and talent that we're seeing um, you know, uh, in other markets. Um, and so, yeah, so our fund is about $40 million fund. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's a first-time fund, and um, we um, are hoping to uh, be able to uh, close uh, – uh, you know, a, a follow-up fund uh, later this year. Okay, very good. We have a lot of activity right now in Europe, actually. We just announced uh, last fall a partnership with EIT Health, um, European Institute of Innovation and Technology, um, and their digital health parts. It, these are all healthcare IT companies, so that's probably uh, aligns with your investment thesis. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, how about a few examples of deals that you have invested in and, and a little bit of a commentary on what is it in those deals that spoke to you? What stage did you encounter them? How did you encounter them? And why did they speak to you? Well, let me, um, let me just start with the trends that I, I think we're seeing, uh, if that's okay. And, you know, because, you know, we are, we are looking for trends um, and, you know, where we see opportunity. And I think, um, you know, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, we, we, we love healthcare. Um, have had several exits in, around healthcare, um, but I think the trends we're seeing right now is you know a lot around AI, you know, and machine learning. Um, and you know, for example, um, you know, uh, we're, we like where those technologies are again can be applied um, to healthcare to the aging population. Um, you know, for example, um, uh, also to um, uh, you know, improve customer engagement uh, uh, or workflow automation around clinical trials. 
Um, so, you know, we, we, like, we like some of the technology that's coming around around machine learning and AI and how it's being applied uh, to healthcare, to genomics. So when I, when I invested, so I'll, I'll use Garden Health um, as an example. Um, Garden Health is a, um, you know, they're a leading uh, precision oncology company, and what they do is um, they, you know, they help conquer cancer through proprietary blood tests, vast data sets, and advanced analytics. And, you know, um, what I loved about this was, you know, um, uh, uh, you know um, one, I, I do have um, uh, family members that are, you know, um, have, are dealing with cancer. So, you mm -hmm. know, from a personal level, um, I was resonating to this. Plus, I, I you know, the, the team um, that was working on this um, is really a, a, a top-notch team. I've invested in them in the past. Um, they've had, you know, had an exit with them, and they really know this space and had great IP. I thought they had a great mission. They had, you know, a great team and, and great set of investors. Um, and so, you know, this is a company that I invested in in 2013. Um, and, um, you know, recently they went to IPO. So I, I, I love the mission and I love the team of what they're doing. Um, another company that, uh, again, I'm, I'm really interested in, and if, you know, and you'll see a common thread here. It's all about, you know, I think data is becoming very pervasive in, in how we, you know, uh, build these companies and solutions. And another company that I'm really interested in, it's around climate climate change, as I, as I mentioned earlier, it's called Global Parametrics, and what they do is they, you know, supply, um, you know, geophysical data um, to create financial products, um, um, so um, they provide much-needed information and financial tools uh, so communities can respond and recover quickly in the face of disasters, um, and so, um, you know, they provide, you know, the big data technology, the climate technology and also, you know, some of the financial tools um, to, again, help uh, these uh, communities um, that are, you know, are underserved to, you know, to, to get back on their feet again. Uh, again, the, I guess the trends that we're seeing in, in our investing is how do you bring machine learning, AI, um, you know, blockchain um, to, uh, to, you know, solving some of these uh, areas that we're, we're focused on around education, the environment, and healthcare. Okay, very good. Um, are you chasing unicorns or are you doing smaller deals? Uh, look, I yeah, we um, no, we're not we're not chasing unicorns. So just so so we are consistent with the original discussion we had around smaller exits. That's fine. Yes, yes, yes. No, we're because not. you mentioned all these uh, companies like Sequoia and co-investing with companies like Sequoia and so forth. They're they are all chasing unicorns, so I'm just double checking on. Yeah, no, no. I mean, they have to, uh, but you know, um, uh, you know, for example, in Garden Health, um, you know, we were, you know, we were the early, you know, we were the seed investor. Uh, Sequoia came in round A, you know, and and Kosla and you know Lightspeed and and all the other guys. Um, so you know, we we invested because we believe. In you know what the company was doing, and we believed in the team, right? And and so no, we're we're not. Uh, it's not a criteria for us. Um, you know, again, we are an impact fund. Uh, we we are looking for both um, you know um, social impact and, and financial returns because we understand in order for you to have continued impact, you have to be sustainable. 
Um, and so, um, you know, we're bringing really um, the, the VC discipline um, to, you know, to impact investing. And, you know, I think what's really important for people to understand why we think this is an upcoming trend is when you look at millennials, right, um, not our generation, uh, but millennials, um, you know, they actually do care about, um, you know, uh, where they work, um, the products that they, they purchase, um, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, consumers who prefer to work with a sustainable company, if you look at data, 49% of millennials versus 13% of baby boomers. So, you know, there's several trends we're seeing here. We're seeing trends of more of, of you know, the, uh, today's um, uh, population caring more about sustainable, impactful um, investments. And then secondly, um, um, you know, the, the emergence of, of, of this really amazing technology that allows us to underpin um, you know, a lot of these solutions and products that we're building. Great. All right. I think I understand uh, what you're doing, and I will, uh, I will send you at least a company to start discussions with. Thank you for participating uh, in the podcast today and sharing your investment thesis. Audience, thank you for listening, and I hope you're going to show up at one of these uh, private uh, public roundtables where you can discuss your strategy and get input from me as well as from other guests who are at those uh, sessions, mentoring sessions. The free mentoring sessions have been happening since 2008. We have done 430 of these, so please show up and uh, take advantage of it. And uh, I will be back again with another round of the One Million by One Million podcast.